0: You are now listening to Today with Jared James. Hey everyone, Jared James here, and welcome to episode 26. I can't believe that I've done 25 episodes already, but episode 26 of Today with Jared James. As always, guys, if you're enjoying this, do me a favor, leave a review, uh, both a five-star review and something written, and uh, share this with someone you think will benefit from it. I'm I'm trying to cover topics that I think will matter to you, Uh, so hopefully if I've been doing that, help me out and share it with somebody and give it a great review as well. That'd be helpful. Also, really quickly before I get started on today's topic, I just want to make sure you all know we are doing our Advance in Nashville, October 7th and 8th for real estate professionals. Uh, You're going to want to get your tickets for that uh, because it's going to sell out. Rooms are already selling out, so make sure you're there if you're serious about your career and want to take your real estate business to a different level. Today, what I want to talk about really comes from so many messages I've been getting lately, and really it relates to so many industries and just entrepreneurs overall, and that is how to handle losing a deal. You know, we've all been here, right, where where you're kind of relying on something, or or you've worked so hard for for a deal to happen, or whatever you've done, and then just what it feels like in the pit of your stomach, when that falls apart, how do you handle that? I've gotten a lot of messages lately going... Jared, when you were in real estate, how did you handle that? Jared, you're in business now. How do you handle that? It's really, when you think about it, it's how do you handle your losses, right? How do you handle those daily things that happen? But more specifically, you have a specific deal you're dealing with, and... It just falls apart, and it's crushing to so many of you. But I want to make something very clear here, because some of the messages I've been getting from people, they've been saying that, you know, a deal fell apart and it broke me. Or if this deal does fall apart, it's going to break me. Let me just be very clear about something uh, before I get into how to deal with, uh, uh, you know, a transaction, a deal, whatever, falling apart. And that's if, if a deal can break you, it was never going to make you. Let's just be very clear, okay? If an individual deal, if an individual, something you've been working on in your business, if an individual client, if an individual account, if an individual can break you, it was never going to make you, okay? Because chances are, if that one deal is going to be the difference between you making it to the next month or not making it or feeling like you're succeeding or whatever, I promise you that it happening wouldn't have made you. You'll probably be in the same situation in the coming months, whether this one happens or not. And so I'm going to talk about that a little bit today and how you avoid that and what you do and how you deal with those struggles. But please understand that if that's your mentality that this deal makes or breaks me, it was never going to make you if it was able to break you. No individual deal should be able to break you if you're running your business in the right manner, okay? So let's talk about some ways to overcome this. The first thing you want to do, and I'll get a little personal with you on this, but don't get emotional, okay? I am not emotionally tied to the results, in my business, the same way, quite frankly, I'm not emotionally tied to most people. Like, when you look at someone like me, when, you, when you're raised the way I am, when you live in different states, when you have heartache, when you have uh, just various situations that happen, whatever, one of the things that I learned is that I don't get very emotionally tied to most people, okay? There are very few people on this planet. Like, I could count them on my, my hand if I were E.T., Um, that have the ability to turn their back on me, and, and it affects me in a very negative way. Because I have learned over time, not in like a cold, terrible way, but just experience. Like, you learn that people love you until they don't love you anymore. You learn that people are committed to you until they're not committed to you anymore. You learn that people... Uh, care about you till they don't care anymore right and you just gotta understand the human experience to know that that's not their fault that's not something bad but it's your fault for getting so emotionally tied to all different people who didn't deserve to have you that emotionally tied to them right your business is absolutely no different just like I learned early on not to get emotionally attached to, to too many people who had the ability um, and the power and the... You guys think that these Instagram posts I put up because I scroll through somewhere and go, oh, that'd be a good one. Um, my Instagram posts come from what I really believe. They come from what I've really lived, right? And so I, I believe I had a post recently where I talked about being careful Um, with anybody um, who can make you or break you or anybody... I forget exactly what it said, but basically the idea was you need to be careful with who you're giving that kind of power to. Um, Because if someone has the the power to make you happy, they also have the power to make you unhappy. If someone has the power to make you strong, they have the power to make you weak. If someone has the power to make you... You know, you, you guys get where I'm going with this, right? And so that same mentality... I'm not saying you're a robot, I'm just saying be smart, Like, in business, it's no different. Don't get emotionally tied to your short-term results. Don't get emotionally tied to to a transaction that's happening in the next couple of weeks as if that makes or breaks you. Short-term results, when you're emotionally tied to them, is a very weak position to hold, and it it doesn't work for you long-term, right? So don't get emotional, especially when it comes to short-term results, because you don't have the power over them in many cases. Like, I know how things end for me in the end. I know where my business goes in the end. I know where these things happen, and that's why I'm not so tied to those actual individual results, because I know regardless what happens with this particular client, this particular account, this particular deal, in the end, I still end in the same place, so that's why you hear me talk about all the time focusing on process and not on results because you have heard me say it over and over. When you focus on results, you get frustration. When you focus on process, you get results, right? When you focus on results, you get frustration. When you focus on process, you ultimately get results because I'm not emotionally tied to an individual short-term result, I'm emotionally tied to my mission. I'm emotionally tied to my purpose. I'm emotionally tied to what it is that I do every single day and making sure that I stay consistent with that. I'm emotionally tied to that because I can control that. I'm not emotionally tied to one individual deal. And if that's your mentality and it's, and it's putting you in depression because a deal fell apart, you need to rethink your whole thing. You need to rethink how you're doing all this right now. You need to rethink... Where you're putting your stock, you need to rethink where your energy's going. You need to rethink how the the synapses in your brain and everything are working right now. Because the game right now for you is not working the way it should. The game, the rules of the game even are not set up in the right order in your head, right? We're not emotionally connected to individual deals in the short term. So when you ask how do I deal with them? Don't get emotional. I focus on process over result. Like, now you guys see a little bit about why I say this stuff, why I Instagram this stuff, why we tell our students this. Again, it's not a catchy catchphrase or quote. It's absolutely what I think, feel, believe on a regular basis. And it's what I want the people that I... I have, like... I wish sometimes that I could get out to the people listening to me right now how much I don't need to be heard or followed. Like... Instagram, social world, internet world, the whole thing, the whole thing is followers. I talk to my kids and their friends all the time, followers, followers, how do we get more followers? I'm like, what the hell do you want more followers for? For what? Like, I literally do what I do for a living, not because I need or want the attention, I do it because I really believe that there is value in what it is that I'm trying to get across to you, right? And it's more than just quotes, it's, it's what I live, it's what I believe, it's what I know works, right? Right? So it's it's not a focus on result, it's a focus on process, right? The other thing you do, the other way that you don't get, uh, I, the other way you handle losing a deal, uh, quite honestly, is you create overflow, like overflow. You don't just, what most people do, which is create just enough opportunities to make it as long as everything goes well, you create overflow, like While most people say they want to be top producers, they want to be top performers, they want to be top, you know, whatever it is, the truth is the majority of people, human nature, you know, fight or flight, human nature is just enough. So while we say that we want more, most people's mentality is really just enough. How do I get just enough? And then if anything happens that messes up that just enough, it messes up everything, because now everything didn't equal what it was supposed to equal, and everything didn't add up like it was supposed to add up, and everything didn't happen like it was supposed to happen, yeah, guys, that's called L-I-F-E. That's called B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S. Like that's, it never works out that way. You have to create an overflow. But do you know why people aren't creating overflow opportunities on a regular basis, when you really get down to the psychology of it, and me just dealing with thousands and tens of thousands of people and talking to them directly, you know why most people don't? Because most people don't actually have certainty about themselves and don't know what they would do if they ever did work with as many people as, in their head, they think they need to work with. You talk to new agents, and while most of them will say their biggest fear is creating new transactions, They'll tell you, oh, how do I create deals? How do I create transactions? How do I... And they'll talk about those kinds of things. The truth of the matter is what they're scared to death about is actually getting into a transaction with somebody, actually representing somebody, and then that person finding out that they're not certain at all. They don't know what they should do. They're, they're not the best option. They're not the... So when you start getting to that, you start to realize that one of the reasons that people freak out over losing a deal is that right from the beginning, their stuff was messed up because they didn't really make an effort at their innermost core to create an overflow and get as many people as possible to work with them because they didn't even really believe they were the best option and wouldn't even know how they would handle it and didn't have the right systems in place. And didn't like, that's what it really comes down to for a lot of people. Once you fix that and you realize your process is good and you know that you care at a certain level and you know you can handle whatever comes your way and if not, you know where to get that answer, and you're okay with the fact that you don't have to be perfect, and you're okay with all of those kinds of things, you start to be okay with creating an overflow. Once you get the kinks worked out, you're ready to have overflow. Guys, when we launched Jarja Media, right, there was a period of time where I was not uh, promoting our CRM anymore because we had stuff to fix, Like, I was not certain about how it scales out with these people, and we just needed to put our heads in the ground and just fix, you know? Don't promote, don't, right? And now I'm back on promotion because we got that worked out. We know everything works good now. Everything works fast. It's, it's a best option for people. It's, you know, now you're, now you're comfortable enough to create that overflow. You're about to hear me do a ton of promotion, you know, for our marketing team, our individual marketing reps, doing marketing for people and doing PPC, pay-per-click and uh, uh, doing retargeting for people and doing, you're about to hear me do a big push on that stuff. Why? Because I'm comfortable with it. We worked out the kinks. That's just business, right? So you got to recognize that for yourself. You got to understand when it's okay to grow. You got to understand why it bothers you so much when you lo- when you lose a deal. But you also have to understand and look inner and say inside and say, did I create enough overflow? And do I believe in myself enough? Is there enough certainty that I can create overflow, or did I create a situation where everything had to be perfect? And if it didn't, I fail. Uh, but at least I tried. Now I've got a now I've got a, a built in excuse, right? The other thing you want to do is you want to stay desperate at all times. You know, I say this all the time. Every different level, every different area, you just create new problems. Like, do you realize that, that Bill Gates, one of the richest people in the world, still worries about money? Like, that's never going to end. He just worries about it on a different level, right? Right? And so one of the things that I do and one of the things that I I want all of you to do is to understand regardless of where your business is, regardless of how successful it's been, regardless of what you have coming in the future, regardless of what you did yesterday, regardless of any of that stuff, every day is a new freaking day. Like every day, how do I remain desperate? What do I have to create in my world? What do I have to get my mind to believe that ultimately creates that desperation that, that makes me act and do things and make calls and whatever that, that that I wouldn't have done if I was comfortable. Because we act different when we're comfortable than we do when we're desperate. We act different when we have to create a certain revenue by the end of the day or, 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 or ourselves and the kids are going to be kicked out of the house, our stuff's going to be thrown out on the street, than we do when the mortgage is completely paid off. You act differently. And so you need to figure out at all times, like I do on a regular basis, I just, I change the you know, the finish line, and I go, how do I remain desperate? Like, how we're not on track for that. We're not on, like, how do you remain desperate? And then the number one thing I'm going to tell you as far as the best way how to handle losing a deal, this is the number one way you do it right here. Forget everything else. All, all that other stuff I think is good stuff, and you need to know it, whatever, but the number one way is very simply you just keep it in perspective. You just keep it in perspective, right? If you are fortunate enough to have a job where you are able To have deals fall apart you've already freaking won like think about that for a second keep it in perspective if you are fortunate enough to operate in a world where you even have the ability to have a deal fall apart you've already won Because if you live in a world where it can fall apart, you also live in a world where you can recreate it at any moment. And if you stay desperate enough and you focus on the results enough and you don't become emotionally tied to this and whatever, it means that at any moment you can create three more. And that is powerful when you understand how to keep things in perspective. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, there's a few things that I'd like you to do. Subscribe, share this with someone you know that you think would also benefit from it. Leave a review on the platform that you're listening on. And do me a favor, go over to connectwithjared.com. Connect on all the platforms I'm on, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, all these places. And do me a favor, leave me a message, let me know what you enjoyed about the episode. And more importantly, let me know what you'd also like to hear about moving forward.